This is the Rise and Be Rich Show, where we focus on accelerating your business one masterclass at a time. Here are your hosts, Ahana and Daniel. You will often hear thought leaders, business leaders, marketers talk about the new normal that we are facing today. There are changes happening right now in our world, in our economy. So in today's interview, what if we could take a deeper look into our own transformation, our awakening, and the opportunity to live empowered lives at this time? Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Rise and Be Rich. This is a platform where we talk about high-growth marketing for our coaches, consultants, our wellness services, and small businesses. But we also talk about leadership, personal growth, creating purposeful careers and businesses, and living fulfilled, empowered lives. So today we wanted to talk about um, our own awakening and empowerment through this special COVID times that we're all going through in lockdown. And we're really fortunate to have uh, a very special guest today, and she is Dr. Taposhri Ganguly. She holds a PhD in statistics and works as a statistician at a management cons uh, consultancy in London. And she's worked with statistics across, across fields like psychiatry, neuroscience, finance, risk and reliability, and at present is building human behavioral models. So Tapashree is also a dedicated student of theosophy and also believes that there is no religion higher than truth and lives a life dedicated to serve humanity. So I'm really excited to get into this deep conversation with her today. Welcome Tapashree to the show. Welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. That was a lovely, lovely introduction and very well put. I, I loved it. For a minute, I thought, wow, I've done so much. <laughs> <laughs> haven't we all? Haven't we all? <laughs> yes, we all. You know, it's always like when you're done with it, you don't see when you're doing it. Once you're done, you're like, hmm, I did that. Wow. And then when you're reading it fast over a podcast, because, you know, I, I have this 20 minute segments, so I'm going, you know, fast and it's, uh, yeah, you feel like, wow, you know, I've covered so much. Yeah. But I'm going to start actually with um, asking you to give a little bit of your background because there's just so many entrepreneurs from different stages of their journey here. And especially talk also about your the, the forum that you've recently created, D, which is, you know, I, I found that fascinating. So it would be great to get a little bit of background um, on, you know, both sides of your yeah. statistics and, and on the other <laughs> side, D. Yeah, he is completely non-statistical. Well, yeah, so basically I'm trained in statistics. It was one of those times, you know, when I was, uh, I just graduated in statistics with statistics honors and I didn't, I really didn't know what to do with this, you know, where everybody else was getting into MBA and all these degrees. I was like, no, I want to understand this subject really well. And this is something I have, I really need to understand. I don't know whether I understand or not, but I need to. So that need is always the thing that is pushing me in. So anything, one way led to the other, and I ended up with a PhD. Um, and my PhD was in a very niche field of statistics, which is expert judgment, where it's all about people and the beliefs and everything to do with the patient's mm. statistics. Um, so that got me interested in people in a different way, in the way that they, you know, specify their data in the way they say things which are not true and that uncertainty and everything around that. And it was fascinating. 
So in the meantime, I also worked in with statistical models and you need data everywhere. You have data everywhere, you need models. So I ended up working within the field of psychiatry, moved into working with neuroscience during my postdoc there, and then when risk and reliability is a very you know, financial thing. These are all like part of the statistical bigger picture where you really mm-hmm. model risk. Um, and most people who know statistics have definitely in their lives worked with finance and all these portfolios yeah. because you have to manage risks and stuff. Yeah. So that went through. And then finally, I ended up um, in, a, in an organization, which is more to do with how do you maximize people's potential? Like people mm. have but sometimes they don't know what potential they have they are stuck in wrong jobs Um, they continue doing that for various reasons but not knowing what their true potential is so I was very very fortunate to get this job that I that I am in right now and I build human brain behavior models which is pretty much like well you are good at that but then you can also do this you know you can really transform you can really grow from one level to the other level but not in this particular setting something needs to change about it so we inform people of those strategic changes and it's a fascinating work that I do sometimes I feel I'm going to be fired because I'm saying things which are you know which people don't hear very often Um, but I have a lovely lovely team to work with and a great organization to work with Um, and uh, while all this was happening everything was fine suddenly the lockdown happened and COVID happened and I came back to London to a lockdown London I was in India for a bit came back to lockdown London and I just called my friend and said well let's restart T. Now T is a name that was given to be my that was given to me by one of my maternal uncles and he was like this is a beautiful name and I was like amazing you know if ever in life I do anything outside statistics I'm going to call it T. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give you a very very vain change that has happened. So I basically had this idea of connecting people you know mm-hmm. connecting people in thoughts getting together like having a social chit chat and everything. I believe people have different skills that they don't want to talk about sometimes or yeah. that they do but they're not confident about it. Like somebody is a great baker but she only bakes for her family but when she invites very close friends she would do it but she would not go all out with it. So I was like, you know what, you can really do this baking session, you know, for people and teach them and all that. So I wanted to get people out of their comfort zone. That was at the back, you know, a kind of an idea I had the back of my mind. So I launched the T in 2018. And at that point, everybody turned around and said, what a name, D, it means key. Who is going to ever look into it? Your name is so wrong right and I was like no he means something more he is intellect he stands for wisdom he stands for a lot of other things in Sanskrit but people laughed at it this was 2018 pre-lockdown 2020 right when I said let's restart the everybody got into it everybody was like this is beautiful I have got compliments like this is a beautiful name this means so much and I did not have to make that effort to tell people what the means or what it is. It took its own form of a spiritual journey of every individual that we bring on, every guest that comes on, and we discuss their journey. And we all know that we are deeply spiritual, just having this human experience, right? (laughs) So human humanity is not the forefront of what we are. We are all spiritual beings. And this transformation, this journey, I thought 
And everyone who came on the I met incredible individuals and they all spoke about it without inhibitions. Everybody had a very similar journey in isolation, self-doubting, you know, all these things. But they pushed through, they kept at it. Something was there that was driving them. And it's that drive that was fascinating because we all have experienced that at some stages in our lives. And some of us have doubted it, has put them, you know, rationalized it, put it back. Some of us have gone full blown with it to see, well, what, where does it lead me to? Um, so that's where this whole platform <clears throat> came. And um, I thought I'm just going to do one or two sessions and it's okay. Who's going to come? You know, who am I? I'm a nobody. But turns out being a nobody is a blessing, a gift. Because people come to you not because of who you are on the outside, but what you are in the inside, because it's the inside that connects to the other people's inside. So if I'm really a per, an individual whose heart is not clean, I don't have a clear intent or a clean intent, I do not think I'll be able to connect to anybody in this world. So my connections come you know, right from my heart, from that expansive state where I am, which is why I've had the individuals who have come and graced the entire platform. Yeah, it's really interesting because, you know, one of the things that's happening with COVID is that it's kind of like split into two groups of people that, and I keep, keep meeting them. There's one group that, I mean, we are every, every, the COVID is actually pushing everyone's buttons at different levels. You know, the, people have different levels of, of comfort. Um, then there's careers, there's jobs, there's the economy, and then there is, you know, the health and all, all sorts of issues. But then there's one group that is caught up in the fear of it. And then there's another group that's completely reinterpreting their life right now. And so what you're saying is, you know, suddenly everybody understands the because, you know, there is a, a, there's a group of people who just stepped out and reviewed their life and they're back on it again. And this time they're rebuilding their life in a completely different way. And it's a, it's a fabulous phenomenon to see. It's happening to so many people. So one of the things, you know, as, a, as, as somebody who's on, you know, looking at both sides, right? You're looking at what's happening in the market, what's, uh, you know, how the world is moving. And then you have seeing these, you know, transformations too. How do you balance what's happening in the outside world with the personal growth, personal journey and understanding who we are and how we are affecting our own reality. That, that would be an interesting thing to, you know, from your perspective. Yeah, that's a very beautiful question. Very beautiful. Um, basically, I see it uh, for a longest period of my life before I think pre even pre 2019, I used to see everything from the outside, like what's happening on the outside has got an impact on how I should be. And that completely changed because what I'm from the inside needs to come on the outside. It's the other way around. So the dynamic is like how I see the world is completely dependent on who I am in the, at the core. So yes. if I am, as I said, if I look at myself as a vessel or like a glass, for example, and if I'm unclean, no matter how much of clean water I'm going to put inside me, if the inside of it is unclean, the water, yeah. I'm not going to drink it. Right. Mm. So, what is the inside? What is the inner lining? You know, and that has an impact on the outside. 
the more I shine bright from the inside, the more I'm going to give the, you know, the light, I'm able to give the light uh, on the outside. And that took a while. It, uh, I wasn't like this, uh, say, I mean, probably I was, but I wasn't so vocal about it. Mm-hmm. Um, up until 2018, uh, I was always like self-guessing, you know, say, doubting myself. I was in all that, you know, and undergoing that entire field. Like, I'm not good enough. Who's going to listen to me? Uh, people will fall asleep. <laughs> but strangely, now people don't fall asleep because even the statistics that I do, the work in the world, in the, in the marketing world and in the world out there, um, we have all seen capitalism. We come, we are, we are pro- products of capitalism in a way. It's, you know, we are product of those structures. Mm. And what happens next? So, you know, you earn money. Say for, okay, let's, say, let's take an example of a house. You start with a one, bed, one bedroom apartment. You go into a bungalow. You go into a bigger house. You go into a bigger house. There has to be an end to it. You're not going to take that house with you, you know, when you leave this planet, right? Mm. And then you want to do some social work. And the social work comes on the side, but then that is also something you're doing, but you're coming back to this beautiful bungalow of yours, which you're admiring. But how long can you admire it? You know, there is, there is, there is a restriction over there. Now, if the same situation, if you are developing your inside and you're going on working on the inside and through your insights, you're helping a lot of other people, giving them the platform to voice their opinions, lending them your voice of truth. I think you are literally empowering everybody. And we all are exactly connected. We are all dependent on each other. Each one of us has to make that contribution. But we have to make that contribution knowing who we are. We can't make that contribution from who we are on the outside because that's, that's very transient. You know, that's impermanent. But what is it that we are born with? The vessel, the body that we are born with, you know, we live inside this. So we, our first aim should always be about, and this is what I think should always be about being true mm. to what the core is. Like, who am I? And, and we all have several doubts. When you start this journey, you will have several, um, you know, unsettling questions to answer, but you have to answer them for yourself. Yeah. Um, And when I look at it from the outside on the statistical perspective, all the markets going down, recession, UK has, you know, it's in in recession, deep recession and jobs and everything. I don't have that fear. The reason I don't have that fear is because I know I'm being taken care of. If I'm put on this planet Earth, there is a reason for it. And I need to find that purpose. And that purpose is not something that the world outside is going to tell me. The outside is going to be a reflection of what I am from the inside. So if I'm fearful, everything on the outside is going to worry me. Mm-hmm. But if I'm really strong, if I'm still, nothing on the outside is going to worry me. So, so that's how I work this out. It, it's very interesting because uh, when, you, in fact, when you look at things statistically, or I mean, if you look at history, some of the best businesses, the top entrepreneurs, they actually come through crisis. Uh, some of the biggest companies happen through crisis. It's actually that that's what puts you in that question when you're questioning yourself what's really happening and how can I contribute who am I you know what do I want in my life what do I want to build and then things start shifting and you know for me getting into business has always been a spiritual path that it it was very clear right from the start and what has brought me is a sense of understanding of not just how I want to um, live my life and how I want it to it to play out, but I also what I want to contribute 
to the world as well. So it's kind of, it's, it's that interplay. So when you're seeing these people now move through this time, as you're you know, saying that it's actually pushing people to ask those questions. I think that's where so many of us are at. And at that point, you have that choice, you know, right. so you can either move towards empowerment. I was looking at something the other day and it said, it says something like we have about 582 million entrepreneurs in the world right now. I mean, that's half mm. a billion, half a billion <laughs> entrepreneurs are growing. Yeah. <laughs> so many people taking on, you know, taking uh, charge of their own skills, yeah. uh, their, you know, how they want to live their life as how they want to you know, make money for themselves and what they want to contribute. So when you're looking at that, that's a massive movement. And I think that statistically it, it, it is showing up. I mean, you are, we are seeing figures like this. And historically we have all this data that shows, that points towards these massive big growth of uh, companies right post a, a sort of a crisis. And then there's all this, um, susceptibility to stress and anxiety and all of that happening so just for yourself and you know just for the entrepreneur community because this is mainly the audience is entrepreneurs how are there any tools or tips and things that you do to empower yourself to get back on track and to keep focused on this growth versus this anxiety and stress yeah there's a lot of work <laughs> that goes in it's it's always a lot of work. Um, it's a lot of work. And to stay in that position of neutrality where you're not judging yeah. what is coming, you're just, you know, um, you're just reacting to it. Sometimes you're drawing things in unknowingly, you draw things which are not right for you and they're good. They're not, they're not going to last. They're going to go anyway. Um, so how do you then create healthy boundaries? These are all the knowledge that you need to the power to make, take those decisions. Basically, we all have to work on, I have to work on. So I definitely take time out and, and you know get into a very practice of yoga very religiously I don't miss it even if it's like 50 breaths of fire I have to do it you know mm -hmm. I have to I have to really spend take that little time even if it's like 15 minutes 20 minutes of a day I mean that much at least I can do I mean that much I think even five minutes everyone can take out yeah. and just do something so that you know you stay throughout the day in the position of neutrality because otherwise you know things can happen it's like big waves you know if you imagine of anxiety coming and then you know you can't really battle those waves you you have to learn how to flow, you know, flow with them or, you know, and then to ride them and let it go. But knowing that it's going to go is the knowledge. It's not just an intellectual knowledge. It's a knowledge that comes from experience, from beliefs, from also from your own understanding and perceptions and lots of other things. And that knowledge is very, very strong. And how do you get to that knowledge of knowing that, okay, I'm feeling this way and letting it flow because, you know, you are a channel here. So you need to let everything flow through you. If you want to hold on to something very tightly, you are literally stopping the flow of other things that are coming as well. Don't hold on tight to things. Yeah. Very important. Yes. And, 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 that, and that is an ability that comes with time. So, I mean, you start doing yoga tomorrow, it won't happen. Some people yeah. do different practices, Tai Chi, you know, different kinds of go into self-inquiry, take time out for walks in the nature. Um, yeah. And we have this nature, you know, which is something that we are all grateful for, which is something we take to align ourselves. So that alignment is very important. I do yoga. Some people uh, meditate, like you yourself meditate. You 
right. Here's your meditation. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are some people who are just, you know, plainly do meditation with different kind of things and different activities. Mm-hmm. But I think that few minutes of stillness in, in a day is very, very important where you get into that reflective space and you get into that new space of neutrality where you're just going to make this promise to yourself that I'm not going to, I'm just going to flow with the day because the more you, so it's also like the more you give in, the more you get out. It's like abundance is there, you know, we are all blessed abundantly. We just need to sit back and enjoy it. Um, the thing is, we are worried about it. Oh my God, what's going to happen? It's all going to be okay. If it's not okay, it's never going to end. <laughs> so, so we we need to we need to know that, and we need to know that from our hearts. So, in that yeah, expanse. Yeah, and that's why you know I'm I'm really you know I think your being part of a panelist in Praram, it's so important to have this countering all of the big massive growth we're seeing in digital because from you know we're going to talk a, a lot about the digital explosion everybody's mm-hmm. going online and there's all this you know stim- you're com- mm-hmm. constantly stimulated digitally right so you're always doing this so this which is just a complete contrast to that but it is essential because the more the world is growing uh you know it, it's sort of the 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 number of stimulus you get in a day that's just growing dramatically in our lives and there's so much of data you know there's so much of noise like in statistics we have this whole signal processing you know approach where you have to literally draw the signal out from the noise and you know you always are working on building better models but the same principle is in real life as well there's so much of noise now how do you know what is important to you now what might be important to you in a given day might not be important to me on that day or you know even in that given span of time so how do I then extract that information and that is a skill that every human being needs to needs to work on and that doesn't come from the outside no school no college no university is going to teach you that it's experience plus your knowledge plus your wisdom plus your failures, which are your biggest teachers, all the bad mistakes that we all make, <laughs> everything together is going to nurture this core, you know, and you got to take decisions from here, from your heart. Your intent has to be very clear and pure. Yeah, very well said. Well, I could keep talking to you, you know, we had a long conversation the other yeah. day as well, but <laughs> Uh, it's it's a podcast, and I'm gonna you know wrap it up. But before I go, uh, Tapashu, where where can people find more of your work? See, that's the thing. I don't I don't market it at all. <laughs> but I'll tell you what: you can find the if you go and search for it, even on Facebook. I think you will be able to get to your page. Yeah, and I you think have we, a website too, don't you? You have a website with the website yet. I'm, I'm in talks website. with somebody to say like, okay, I need probably we need a website, and that actually came after you after I chatted to you. I'm like, you know, we need to have a website, <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> maybe maybe at some point you'll give me more tips on how to be there and for people to find us. So for right now, it's only it's only a Facebook page. All right. Awesome. So go look for that. And thank you so much for joining us. And, you know, for those who want to explore her work, just go look for her name. You, you will find lots of, <laughs> lots of information on Google on her. That's how I got to know her first. So um, thank you so much, Tapachi. Thank you for joining thank us you. today. That was amazing. Thank you so much for your time.
And for all of you, you who are either part of our inner circle or if you, if you are not and you are missing out all the free trainings, just join us at www.ahanalara.com forward slash hyping packages. That's A-H-A-N-A-L-A-R-A.com forward slash hyping packages, all one word. And this will allow you to download our guide on how to monetize your expertise, create high growth hyping packages for any niche market. And then take you to our forum where you get all the free trainings and all of the lovely interviews. So go and uh, join that and I'll see you once again on another episode of Rise and Be Rich. Bye for now. Thank you.